So I'm going to share for a couple minutes. Todd's going to keep playing. Um, today, after I, I, I was at a conference all week, Holy Spirit was moving powerfully, and I came back home late last night, so I got up early this morning to work a little bit on the message, which clearly we're not going to hear much of, if at all, um, which is so okay with me. I tell Holy Spirit that all the time. Um, and, uh, and this is the kind of stuff I've been longing for, like I want, I want this. In fact, as it's been happening tonight, I've been remembering, oh yeah, all the best services through the last 20 years have always been when, um, when things got really messed up and things just went wherever Holy Spirit wanted to. And those are the best ones. Those are the best times. Earlier, so after I got done with the message, I had the afternoon and I, um, and so uh, there was a friend who needed help. So I went and helped her do some things. And I went out to a store, to a couple stores, and I felt... Um, I don't know what I felt. The, the love, the tenderness, compassion, genuine love for people was just um, effortless. Every, whatever I did. Um, and um, we were at this conference we were at. We, it was with a lot of pastors. And, and Holy Spirit is giving the same message to everybody, which is he's coming. And, and, and he's going to move through us like with his love, with his, with his grace. It's not about how many people we can get into a church building. It's about how much of Jesus we can get out there as we go, as we go, as we go. And so these moments are really important because they fill us up with truth, but they fill us up with truth to go and to be Jesus. And so today I went, <laughs> this was just so funny. I felt like I was watching myself in a movie or something. I was, I, I was in Trader Joe's and get up to the line and, um, he said, you find everything you need? You know, they always ask that, right? Did you find everything you need? I said, well, everything except ginger. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did they tell you when it's coming in? I said, I don't know. It, they said, soon. Man, that is such a bummer. You know, you come here and you expect to get it all done, all your shopping done. I said, I said, you know, it's, I said, it's really not that big of a deal. I said, you know, in our, I said, this is a real first world problem, isn't it? You know, with all of the blessings we have where we fill our cart, we, oh, no, I don't have the ginger. And he's like, he's like, wow, I, I don't hear anybody coming through line saying stuff like that. I said, I, you know, it's just, I got this really strong belief in, in a father who takes care of everything we need anyway. He goes, I believe that too. And we're starting to, you know, and we just got this amazing conversation in the middle of, in the middle of uh, wherever where I just said, Trader Joe's. And, and I just said, God bless you, Jonathan. That was his name. And. And we'd, we'd laughed and talked about stuff. And I just, his whole demeanor changed. Went outside. It was so funny. I go outside and I'm looking. And I realized I was having so much fun talking to him. Signing my credit card, you know. I'm like, I had no idea what the amount was. Have you ever done that? I could walk away. I, I could have just written, you know, said yes to $5,000. I don't know. I never looked at it. So I said, I better look at it. And then there was this young woman in. Um, she had a clipboard, you know. I thought maybe she was actually from Trader Joe's, but she wasn't. So I'm stopped right there, which means for her, I'm a really easy target. She can come up and, and come talk to me. And she starts telling me about, about this design school, and, but she's like ripping through her little thing and all the... And I said, whoa, 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 wait, slow down. She goes, oh, sorry, sorry. I said, what's your name? She goes... Ebony, I said, Ebony, that's so awesome. What, what is this again? Oh, it's a design school. And you want to go there? Yeah. And you're raising money? Yeah. I said, oh, I would love to give. Don't even, you don't have to say anymore. This is great. I said, and, and she, there was matching funds. I said, that's all great. I said, what are you doing it for? I, I want to make a difference. I said, oh, yeah, that's what you're created for. And so I just said, Ebony, I bless you to go out and make a difference in this world. And she's, you know, again, her whole countenance, I'm sure she got, no, 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 leave me alone, leave me alone. Whether or not you can hand anyone some money isn't even the issue. It's just, we're such in a rush everywhere we go, and we're so agitated. But the love of Christ will change all that. <laughs> It'll change that. And he's like, he's like, I've got 100 appointments for you every day if you will just slow down and watch what I'm doing. I mean, I got five more I could tell you. I'll just leave it there with those two. But, man, 
this is what I needed tonight. I just needed to be overcome with his love. This is what I want. So tonight we, we are talking, we said we're going to talk about the book of Acts. So, hey, book of Acts. So we could either talk about it or we could just experience it. <laughs> But I just, as a, as a pastor, and I've, the Lord knows my heart, I have confessed many times, many, many times, as many times as I need to, uh, you know, many times tonight, whatever it is, Lord, forgive me if I have shut anything down ever. Like, um, but just speaking in place of pastors, um, you know, Father, we're sorry for saying no ever to any time your, your spirit wants to move because you know what's best. You always know what's best. And I'll just say, you know, there's a lot of pastors and leaders out there that still have lots of an orphan heart where, where we don't really know what to do. Um, we don't know how to, you know, it's scary to give up control. Um, but man, it's good when, when you can finally just let Holy Spirit be Holy Spirit. And that's what we want. Yeah. There's... Earlier, I just heard, uh, there's several times where I put the microphone down again and just kept hearing. It wasn't like the Lord was saying it to me, but just kind of saying it like too many words. Too many words. <laughs> just too many words. Just let me be. Let me move. brilliant. <laughs> Father, you're brilliant. Jesus, you're brilliant. Holy Spirit, you're brilliant. I release the joy because we need it. I release the joy. I release the joy. Holy Spirit, release the joy in this room. The joy of being your children the joy of being wanted, the joy of being blessed, the joy of being chosen, the joy of being yours. I would like, I don't know who has the, could it Tina or someone who has that? Just, whoosh, just do it. Oh, if you want, just do it. Oh, put it up there. We're going to, Okay. Watch this. Thank you. Here we go. Yeah, did you see that? Oh, that was a really good one, by the way. We might go back to that. Yeah, there's this in two weeks. Yeah, there's that. There's that. There's that. Oh, there's that. These are all so good. And here's the essential Holy Spirit, which means... He, not optional. Okay, I just want to read to Theophilus, the lover of God, I write to you again, my dear friend. This is Luke. I want to give you further details about the life of our Lord Jesus and all the things that he did and he taught. What are those further things? Because if you go back just to the end of Luke, he says, Jesus is saying through Luke's authorship, everything that has happened Jesus says, fulfills what was prophesied of me. Christ, the Messiah, was destined to suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. So now you must go. You must go. You must go. You must go into all the nations and preach repentance. That means turning back to what is true and right about the Father and forgiveness of sins so that they will turn to me. I want you to start right here in Jerusalem. That means he's saying start in your own neighborhood. For you are my witnesses. You are my witnesses, he says to you. And you have seen for yourselves all that has transpired. And I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So, he says, stay here in the city until the mighty power of heaven falls upon you and wraps around you. That's Holy Spirit. He's saying, this is all that you're going to do, but you can't do it without Holy Spirit. So back to Acts. Just before Jesus ascended into heaven... He left instructions for the apostles that he had chosen by the Holy Spirit. 
after the sufferings of his cross, Jesus appeared alive many times to these same apostles over a 40-day period. Jesus proved to them with many convincing signs that he had been resurrected. And during those encounters, he taught them the truths of God's kingdom realm. And he shared meals with them. He did life with them over and over again. Jesus instructed them, don't leave Jerusalem. I told you, don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about, the gift the Father has promised. For God baptized you in water, but in a few days from now, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That word baptized, baptizo, means to submerge, immerse, soak, overwhelm, pickle. That, that, that word was used in old documents before, before this was written, talking about the act of pickling, which they used the word baptizo, that the vegetable in a vinegar solution produces a permanent change. So every time they were gathered together, they asked Jesus, Lord, is it the time now for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? And Jesus answered, the Father is the one who sets the fixed dates and the times of their fulfillment. You are not permitted to know the timing of all that he has prepared by his own authority. I've read in other better, actually more accurate translations. It's not yours to know it. Like, <laughs> don't consider yourself, they were still thinking about waiting for Jesus to overthrow the government and all that. And he says, that's not my kingdom, but I'll tell you what is. I'll tell you how this is going to go down. He says, I promise you this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be filled with power and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places of the earth. We're going to skip right over this one. It's amazing. But in the last verses, I, but, but, sorry, right after he spoke these words, the disciples saw Jesus lifted into the sky and disappeared into a cloud. And as they stared into the sky, watching Jesus ascend, two men in white robes suddenly appeared beside them. And they told the startled disciples, Galileans, why are you staring up into the sky? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven but he will come back the same way that you saw him ascend. When I was a pastor, when I was the very first sermon I preached 30 some years ago, 35 years ago, was when I was a teenager, it was this passage, exactly this passage. This is what I started everything with. I find it pretty wonderful. I didn't know hardly anything then. <laughs> I still don't know a lot, but I know a lot more of Holy Spirit. <laughs> Jesus told us we can't do this without Holy Spirit. We can't. He's not a nice add-on. He's not an option for your model. I remember being a, I was Presbyterian growing up, so I was a Presbyterian kid. First time I was in a room like this where some of this weird stuff was going on. And I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> what are you doing? But there was something about it that I knew was real, especially the more I was around it. There's something deeper going on. What do they have that I don't have? And so I got hungry. That hunger thing is important. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hunger's a good thing. It's totally okay if you're one of those that's still scratching your head, or maybe it's just been a while since you've really felt Holy Spirit and you're feeling out of it. It's okay. You're not... God doesn't judge you. He's not upset with you. He loves you like crazy. But he's going to start filling up your heart with hunger. Just give expression to it. For me, it was saying, Holy Spirit, I, 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 
I don't know if this is all real or not, God, but if it's, if it's real, I want it. <laughs> Dangerous prayer. <laughs> so good. I'm going to tell the rest of that story when I preach next time. I'm going to preach, um, yeah, in about a month on Acts 2. There's a reason why. It's because all those great slides that pass by, there's a lot going on that we'd already had planned um, in the next few weeks. And then we're really going to start diving into Acts 2, which is where Holy Spirit shows up. Now, the cool thing is, is we're reading that back 2,000 years. He's like, he's here anytime we want to go. It's just a lot of times, for some reason or another, we don't want. Why is that? I have no idea, except God's trying to change all that in us. <laughs> Any of that stuff in us that sometimes says, oh, it's a little uncomfortable. I don't really know. Or we just want to go do our own thing. God's really been dealing with my heart about selfishness a lot in the last few weeks. Is that allowed? Can the pastor say that? Yeah, a lot. And it's not because I'm this horribly terrible, selfish person. It's like he's saying, there's still vestiges in you, Brent, that still want to do things for what's in it for you. It's got to go because I'm about to show up in a way you've never seen before. <laughs> and it's not about what's, what's in it for you personally. It's for all y'all. It's for everyone. No one's going to control this thing. No one's going to own it. It's coming, you guys, in a way we've never seen before. Uh, we've seen some of it. There's more. There's lots more. So I asked a friend of mine if he would share tonight. That was, that was the sermon, by the way. Did you like that? Because actually we just lived it. And I asked a friend of mine, Bill, who you heard from a minute ago, if he would share his testimony. And so this is what I want to do. I'm going to have Bill share his testimony, and we're going to lead into a time of inviting Holy Spirit again, who's actually not gone anywhere. <laughs> but if you are sitting there and you're like, well, that was really awesome earlier, I think, but I really didn't get it. This is why I asked Bill tonight to share, because if I had to relabel the verses I just read to you, Essential Holy Spirit's really good, but another title I would give it is, wait for it, <laughs> wait for it, except Holy Spirit's never in it, but you know what I mean? Wait for it, we've heard, we've seen that in so many movies, wait for it, meaning you, this is something to wait for because you do not want to be proceeding without him, you just don't. So um, I'm going to share more of my story in, when I preach next um, about my own encounter with the Holy Spirit. But Bill, in particular, I knew his story, and I knew some of his story was about waiting and wanting for a while before he really experienced much. So I said, Bill, I need you to share tonight. So he's going to share, and then we're going to just go into inviting Holy Spirit. So uh, I guess it was, uh, I, I was counting how many years, way, way back, you know, when I finally got really encountered by the Holy Spirit. So I've been quite the gherkin for about 42 years. Um, <laughs> do you know what a gherkin is? It's, it's a pickle. ha, <laughs> Uh, so I started, uh, you know, and, um, you know, I was raised Catholic, received the Lord when I was a little kid, I invited Jesus into my life, and then I, and then I went to UC Berkeley, and at UC Berkeley, there was Campus Crusade for Christ, and there, uh, they, uh, had the four spiritual laws, you know, and, uh, they had, you know, they had that, you remember the, fact, faith, feelings, caboose thing. And so then they had a little booklet about the Holy Spirit, and they said, you can have the Holy Spirit. Now you have to invite the Holy Spirit now that you've invited Jesus into your life. So uh, I remember standing out on a balcony, because I was really fascinated by this, you know. I said, yeah, I want the Holy Spirit. So I'm there, and I said, okay, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. I'm just there. I'm just doing this. 
fill me, you know, and so nothing was happening, you know, it just wasn't working, you know, it's like, have you ever had like a, a lighter, you know, remember with had a little flint in it, and, and it's kind of going, and it just would not ignite, it just did not ignite, it wouldn't at all, and also I remember during that time, I was also asking the Lord to see angels as well, and um, so nothing happened, and it wasn't until many years, uh, several years later, I guess it must have been at least mm, about six years later, it was about six years later, that finally um, the Holy Spirit fell on me. And I, I don't know, I was just interested in reading about the Holy Spirit. I remember Dennis and Rita Bennett had this book called The Holy Spirit and You, and he was talking about the presence of the Holy Spirit and receiving the Holy Spirit. I was just kind of reading it, and I wasn't feeling anything, and, uh, but I was fascinated by the information. And I remember they were, he was talking about, he says, you know, experiencing the Holy Spirit is like getting on a horse. You're walking down a path to the horse. That's your journey to the Holy Spirit. And then you finally get to the horse, and then you get on the horse, and then the horse isn't moving. And then finally the horse begins to move a little bit. And then after a while, the horse is galloping. He said, that's your journey with the Holy Spirit. And I said, whoa. <laughs> Just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> this is the galloping part <laughs> with me sitting on the horse backward. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. So one night, uh, I was visited uh, by the Holy Spirit, and I don't know, I just started speaking in tongues. So this is like six years later, remember? And um, I, I totally believe if you ask the Lord, he will give it to you. And he'll eventually, you'll eventually get it. Eventually, you're going to get what you're asking for if you're persistent. And I remember being persistent about it. And then I gave up. So then I started being persistent. But the Lord never forgot that. But in retrospect, I can, I can say that it was not me that was providing the impetus or whatever. It was the Lord is the one that had actually inspired me to pray to receive more of the Holy Spirit. It was him inside of me moving through. I didn't know it. I wasn't feeling it. So I wasn't feeling anything. I mostly saw the back of my eyelids. You know what I mean? When I was praying, you know, I didn't see anything. But it was his presence in me that was inspiring me to ask and to kind of stick with it. And eventually he brought me to a place and, um, and I was speaking in tongues and all of a sudden the, the word began to make sense to me. All of a sudden I felt I felt like I could see from the inside out. I didn't feel like I was. There is a house. I was delivered from that house. Anyway, so. <laughs> Weren't we all to one Anyway, um, oh my goodness. So, uh, <clears throat> speaking in tongues and uh, being inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so that kind of led me more into the word. Suddenly, I'm seen from the inside out instead of the outside in. So I felt like I was like the outside Christian looking at at the Bible and the outside Christian 
you know, praying hollow prayers. It didn't mean a whole lot to me. But now I was baptized to the inside. It's like the, it's like the pickling juice got inside of me, right? It's like I got the pickle juice inside of me. And so then I, under, I understood. I understood what he was saying in the word. And I remember one time opening the Bible. There was a scripture, I think it was 1 Peter 1. And it just, the, the Bible actually, it sparkled. It really, like, as if there were sparkles on it. I wasn't, like, hallucinating. But I started seeing a lot of little God things started to emerge as time went on. So that's eventually out of that grew the prophetic gifting. But even still, I continued to uh, journey. Um, uh, I got involved in ministry and um, in Marin County. And there, uh, more encounters of the Holy Spirit as I was involved with people who were into the Holy Spirit. So the Lord took me into a nurturing environment to nurture his spirit within me. So I got more used to being more holy ghosty. <laughs> and a little holy rollery-ish. <laughs> and a little, you know, waving hands. Because I had come from a fellowship where anyone that raised their hand was like a heretic. And so, um, seriously, it was kind of like you raise your hand and people were saying, oh my God. And so here I got, I got used to do, you know, raising my hand you know, without feeling self-conscious. So that was part of my journey. And so I just kept knocking on doors. And I said, tell me more about the prophetic. Tell me more about the Holy Spirit. You know, um, there was a pastor that prayed for me, and, and all of a sudden the gifts started waking up inside of me. That was part of that journey as well. So I was always being continually surprised by heaven. So that's what happened is that heaven opened up to me. But he's the one that did it to me. He did it on me. I mean, even though at the beginning there I was on that balcony saying, fill me, you know, with the Holy Spirit, I was... That was the, I couldn't fill myself with him. He had to fill himself with He had to fill me. He did, he did it to me. But I was willing. I was willing and I was receptive. He made me willing. He made me receptive. And then um, as time went on, you know, I started getting involved with more Holy Spirit people. And some of them just scared the living daylights out of me. I thought half of them were weird. I, I said, you know, this is enough for me. And, you know, but none of this, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it was just kind of, they were, I think there were just kind of a lot of Christians who were over the top with the Holy Spirit stuff, you know. And so that's how I felt. And, but like I said, you know, I was happy to do, oh, holy, you know, with one, with one, with one. This was like really, really spiritual. That to me was like, whoa, I've really graduated. <laughs> Both hands, my goodness. For more than a minute. <laughs> Seriously, you know, it is, I, I would feel self-conscious. I, I would, you know. And so for the longest time, and then uh, eventually... Uh, re, you know, renewal hit. You know, I was involved with Vineyard. Vineyard was hit with a revival, and there was more Holy Spirit, more sensing his, the presence. So here's the Lord nurturing more of that. So this is like years later. This is like 20 years or 25 years later, right? So it's kind of like no matter how long it takes for you to receive an experience, just hang in there and be persistent, no matter how long it takes, you know, and everyone's going to be a little bit different, you know. At one, at one point, I thought I was, like, totally filled and ultra-spiritual to be able to do this. That, at that moment, was everything to me, to be able to raise my hand, right? So then uh, when renewal hit, so there was that, that whole Toronto blessing, and that's where people were heeing and hoeing and hawing and uh, flopping around like fish. 
and laughing their heads off. I was one of the laughers, but there was also some of the people that weren't getting it at all, and they were getting upset, you know? They were watching everybody else hooing and hawing and heeing and flopping around like fish, and they were just kind of sitting there, and nothing was happening to them, or a lot, at least they didn't think anything was happening. So they were just spectators, and some of them, you know, I had a friend of mine that was getting really bitter. Well, now he's like a flopper. <laughs> but it took a few years longer, right? <laughs> it's really funny, because he's kind of like this. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> he got the one eye kind of spasm <laughs> of the Lord. <laughs> if you ask, it will eventually come upon you. So one of the things that I noticed, you know, sometimes I would be really laughing my head off and I would really get into it. And other people were basically, they were helicopters or I don't know what they thought they were, <laughs> flying all over the place. You know, and people are dancing to the music and hopping and skipping and everything. And sometimes I didn't feel like hopping and skipping and dancing. And I'd just, just be a spectator, you know, even though I was totally filled and t having my experience a lot from time to time, it was okay for me just to sit there and just kind of like be flopping and flopping around and dancing and everything in my head while everybody else was doing it. <laughs> and that was okay. Sometimes I would just kind of like sit off to the side while people are going crazy, and I'm just kind of watching it, but it's just totally feeding my spirit. You know, at first, sometimes I would feel like, gosh, I feel like a little left out or, you know, everybody else is like, you know, they're doing the Holy Ghost two-step and I'm over here just sitting like a, like a wallflower, you know, uh, I don't know. But now it doesn't really matter, you know. Now I feel like it's, it's just okay, just be who you are and be where you're at. And that's okay. Right? Because your moment will come where you're going to be going, you know, you're going to be doing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and everyone has their own flavor. Everybody has their own flavor. And so it's kind of, I, you know, maybe someone might be weeping, maybe someone might be uh, falling on, on the ground somewhere or whatever. And that's their experience, you know, and you don't have to do that. They're not more spiritual than you are. You're, we're all spiritual together. And that's, that's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. So there, there'll be seasons where, you, where maybe you might flip and flop, and there might be seasons where you won't. And maybe the season will never come where you're flipping and flopping, but you'll be very happy. And you'll just have like a big smile like the Mona Lisa. <laughs> and you'll be perfectly content. <laughs> oh. So that was my journey. Started in like 1971, asked the Lord, nothing happened. Six years later, something happened. Then, I, then the Lord brought me to some people that were happening and doing it. And so I was, became more comfortable with the Holy Spirit stuff, you know. It wasn't too goofy. Occasionally they would be goofy, and maybe I might do a little bit of goofy things like, like this. <laughs> that to me was goofy, you know. And it, just, it was just like a slow walk, right? So now I'm just, I feel comfortable. I just, I am who, who I am. And that's all that I am. Anyway, so... Um, I remember there was a person, uh, you know, and so uh, some people really manifest a lot, you know, and I was thinking, well, I don't really manifest a lot. Once in a while, I'll get hit with the laughter, but I, uh, was it tears start to come out of my eyes? I just start flowing, and I'm laughing my head off. But I remember there was this one gal, she used to come up to me, and she'd be doing this. 
And that's how the Holy Spirit was hitting her. And she's kind of, and I'm just kind of going, okay. Praise the Lord. And she's kind of going, seriously. <laughs> okay. So that, anyway, so there you have that. There, huh? What? Okay. All right. Okay. Mm. Mm. There's this whole thing of, you know, like, let's say you've asked the Holy Spirit again and again to come in and touch you, and, and maybe some of you might have become jaded or something like this. Oh, nothing's ever going to happen, and everybody else is, gets filled, but I never get filled, and they flop like fish over there, and they laugh their heads off over there, but I don't get it or anything like that. And so there can become this jadedness that can just, or skepticism that can come into your heart, you know? Um, or maybe you might have felt hurt, or you just feel um, impatient and frustrated or disappointed with the Holy Spirit, you know, with, with that happening. And if that is you, if that is you, I want you to stand up. If you've been feeling that or you feel a little dry and, and you need to be topped up, I want you to stand. Stand. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Stand up. Stand up. So, you know, I was there receiving the, with so much of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I remember I was at a meeting and I go up to the front and they said, we just want just the people that need the Holy Spirit and you're feeling whatever. And we, you know, maybe you haven't experienced much of the presence of the Lord. I want you to come on up. Just those people come up. And I, I went up anyway. I, I, I had no qualms with, with being a pig, with taking, with being a hog, really. It's just, I'm just going to take it. So I went up anyway. That's what I did, aggressive. You have to be aggressive. You need to beat on that door and just beat that door and just be, keep on doing it, keep on doing it, keep on doing it, and don't stop. And I remember I was up there, and there was this gal. She looked at me. She goes, what are you doing here? You're, you have the Holy Spirit all over you. You don't need to be here. I mean, she was, like, really serious. And I looked at her, and I just said, more, Lord. <laughs> So let's reach our hand out to these people. Or lay hands on them if you just touch them, all right? So Holy Spirit, we ask for more right now. We ask for more on these individuals right now and that you would just touch them. More of your presence. So we just wipe away any skepticism, any disappointment or frustration, any of that right now. Fill and top them up with your presence. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Fill them. Fill them, Lord. Thank you, Father. And thank you, Lord, for the journey that each of these is on. And we just thank you, Lord, that you're going to bring them into deeper places with your presence in their own flavor. Not somebody else's flavor, but their own unique flavor between you and them. And we bless that unique relationship that you have with the Holy Spirit. We bless that unique relationship that you have with God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I just feel like the Lord wants you to know. He says, you know, I'm not going to give you more than what you can handle. But I'm going to bring you to higher places so you can handle a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I want everyone to stand. All right, let's all stand and assume the position. Just receive. I felt like the Lord was showing me uh, that this room is like, the, oh, my gosh. Surrounded by angels. There's angels all around. All around right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I just saw them right now that what they were doing, what they're doing, these angels are doing is that they, I asked them, I said, what are you here for? And they said, we're here to bring joy. Well, well. <laughs> and I just saw them that they were, they were laughing at problems in your life. They were laughing. They were laughing with the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord that laughs at the troubles because they will not have dominion over you. Whoa, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Holy Spirit, come. Yes, fill, 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 more, more. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We receive. We receive, Lord. We receive. We receive more. More, Lord. More. Fill. Holy Spirit, fill. Holy Spirit, fill. Whoa, come and fill your children. Holy Spirit, come. Whoa. 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 More. We're asking for more. Come and consume God, all we are. Give you permission, our hearts are yours. We want you. How we want you, how we want you. So as we're singing, keep singing. Come and consume God. And some of you will will be singing, some of you are just praying right now. Holy Spirit, I want you. Whoa. He's coming right now and touching each heart. Give you permission, our hearts are yours. We want you. Come up, Jesus. We want you. Oh, come and consume God. All we are. We give you permission. Our hearts are yours. We want you. Yeah, we want you.
encourage you tonight a lot of you have uttered things um, you know in, in during the worship you sang lyrics you've been praying some prayers whether or not anybody heard them or not your father in heaven heard them all and his answer through Jesus is yes and amen yes to your cries for him yes to your desires for more of his spirit whoa and so um, 
I love the analogy of the horse because there's more and more coming. Did you have something else? Oh, okay. There's more and more coming, so don't be discouraged. Just keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And um, I've heard so many different stories. You're going to hear a lot of testimonies in the future uh, weeks and months of more and more stories of how Holy Spirit touched people and they were rocked and changed from that point on. But we also are going to, you're going to hear stories about the continuing acts of Jesus through us. We're going to hear lots of stories about what people are doing as they go, as they go. There's so many cool stories in this room. So I'm so, I'm so grateful, Lord. We are grateful for what you've done tonight. And, um, and some of those stories, by the way, are people who prayed prayers like this. And some of those people get filled with the Spirit in the middle of the night while they're sleeping. They wake up getting filled with the Spirit. You just don't know how God is going to answer, but His answer is yes. I want to I ask if, if some of the prayer team would come up. And here's why. Come on up as I'm talking. Just come on up. Here's why. Because, first of all, there's an amazing atmosphere tonight. If you need prayer for something, come get prayer. God is moving very powerfully. But also, if you just wanted, if you're like, man, I still haven't, I want to experience more than I've experienced, come get prayer again. Even yeah. if you were one that just stood up, you want more. Come get prayer again. Um, wow. This is that thing of, press, of, of continuing to ask, continuing to ask. There's just a, a glorious presence here tonight. And Father, we just thank you. We thank you for honoring our Christ, hearing our hearts. Thank you that we are your children, never orphans. We are your children. So if you need prayer, please come forward. We didn't take an offering tonight. If you have that, there's a box in the back. We so appreciate your gifts and thank you. And come get prayer if you need it. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you.